Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up. Our podcast starts now. All right, guys, we're here with Jerry Van Leeuwen. Thanks for joining us on the Real Estate Hustle podcast. Gary is the team leader, rainmaker for Van Leeuwen Real Estate Advisors. Jerry, let everyone know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Andre. Um, yeah, so Jerry Van Leeuwen, I've been in real estate now six years. Um, I just started out at a small independent brokerage uh, here locally, and then about a year and a half in, made the move over to uh, Keller Williams. Uh, prior to that, I was nine years as a paramedic here within the region. Um, I started that, I think, when I was 22. And great job for, great J-O-B, right, for, uh, for a 22-year-old getting, uh, getting into, you know, buying your own house and just really getting set up learning life at the end of the day, right? And I quickly learned that that wasn't for me. So about four or five years in, I got uh, just further education, became an ALS medic, so advanced care paramedic. Uh, I could do a lot more aspects of uh of care and then i realized that that didn't serve me well at all either right so naturally i just wanted more um then i started looking into personal development self-development and made that decision to get into real estate so that's that brings me here really that's awesome now now you started in an independent um smaller yep. company how many agents were kicking around there i couldn't even tell you because <laughs> It was a pretty quiet office, to be honest with you. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so what made you change? I, I hear personal development come up in, in a number yeah. of our conversations. What made you make a change out of sort of that small brokerage into like a bigger, a bigger company? Honestly, man, it was, it was really the, the aspect of, of just looking for more. Like I didn't get into real estate right off the bat and, and not get into coaching. Like I had a coach right off the bat, got into group coaching the first month into the business um, I think I did like 14 or 15 deals my first like 12 months there. And in my second year, I was on pace to do about 32 or 33 transactions. And in that second year, it was kind of midway that, you know, just you kind of open your eyes, right? You're in, you're in one-to-one -one coaching, you're putting that investment in, you're doing well, you're seeing the results. And it was just quiet around me, right? There's no one around me that was doing what I was doing. So that's what really sparked me to start looking elsewhere. Wow. So, so 14 deals out of the gate. Um, I mean, that, that makes you, you know, it puts you already in, in some pretty elite categories. Most people don't understand and know that the majority of agents don't actually make it out of their first year in this business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How'd you get your 14? I mean, what were you doing to sort of to, to get started at such a great level out of the gate? It was honestly, it was working my sphere back then too. Right. And I dabbled in lead gen, online lead gen and websites and stuff like that. That's when I really, because I wasn't even involved with Keller Williams models and systems at that point. I was coaching and that's where I really got into spending a lot of the money with online lead gen as well. So majority of the beginning was, was your sphere. Cause that's, that's what I did. I did the letters, you know, I, I got door to like belly to belly with those people and just communicated with them. Right. Fresh from leaving EMS too. I had a massive database of right. people constantly coming in, even new medics getting jobs as well too. Right. Cause it's, it's a, it's a great paying job as you get in. So a lot of people looking to get into the market as well. So it's, you know, I, I dabbled in kind of different areas and it worked out, right? Right. So, so 
coming coming in, you've got a, a good database. It sounds like you're coming out of the EMS world, so tons of friends that that sort of stuff. So you plugged yeah. into your sphere. Was it easy? Oh heck no. <laughs> you know the conversation. The conversation I had with my wife was, "Hey, Kendra, this is where I want to go. This is where I'm going to be in five years, and it's not going to be easy. It's not." And, and we were, I think, we were, we were just married, and we were pregnant with uh, Taylor, our first child. And I said. I need your commitment that you can give me five years to build the business where I want it to be. She gave me that commitment and I went to work and where I am today is the sixth year. Am I where I exactly wanted to be? No, cause there's roadblocks coming up and we'll, we'll chat about those too. But I had full commitment and full support from her for the time input and the commitment on that aspect to, to get out there and do what needed to be done. Do you know what's crazy is I don't know that I even knew that that piece of the pie. Like I knew you guys had just gotten married. I don't real. I don't think I realized she was pregnant at the time. And you oh, decide. No. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, and this may and some people will probably think this is harsh. At the end of the day, <laughs> I was a medic. I've delivered babies, all that stuff. I don't. I went out. I dropped her off at the hospital with, when we were ready to go, and I actually did four showings in between the time <laughs> because I knew that it wasn't going to be coming out anytime soon. So she had full support. I'm like, honey, I'll be right back. Hour and a half and I'm back there, ready to go, right? <laughs> That's awesome. And, and, and kudos to you for being able to do that and, and knowing that. Kendra, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's incredible though. I mean, talk about hustling, right? I mean, you're, you're in your first year, you're, you're dedicated, you're committed to, to hitting these goals. You've had the conversation with your wife saying, Hey, I, I need five years of putting my head down. And, and so where are you guys today? What does the team look like? What's your volume like? You know, tell us a bit about that side of stuff. Well now, so I got, to, I'm still in production. Um, definitely been some up and downs through that uh, period. I've done a lot of learning, um, but we are at, probably one of the best foundations that we've had for this business. And I say we, because it's not me by any means. It's, it's myself. I got Jody is a, is an advanced slash director of operations. And then I have one producing agent, Graham, and I have uh, one ISA as well. That's full time uh, Trevor. So we, Trevor will be an agent within a month and a half. He actually passed his last course this week. And we are currently on the last interview through our KPA process to hire his replacement as well. That's awesome. What kind of volume are you guys knocking out? Uh, we're at 20, I think we're at 28 closed, 28 million closed volume already. And we have about, I think it's, I think we got 4 million on the books. We put 1.4 million on, on the books pending last night. So, so 32 million in total volume and GCI, I'm going to imagine is somewhere around 700,000 in GCI. Well, yeah. So with pendings, we're about, we're about 650, I think. And you're not where you want to be. No, <laughs> no, dude, five years, five years is supposed to be a million dollar GCR mark. Now I'm in my sixth year and I'm just about there. Next year is 150 transactions. It's going to happen because our foundation and you know, our foundation is as strong as it's ever been. We are rock solid and we are moving forward and, and finding the right talent to put in the organization. So, so how are you keeping, I mean, you're always someone that I, I think I've looked to and you've always been great energy. I mean, even when everything's against you, the world's against you, you're kind of fighting <laughs> roadblocks, you're still laughing, you're smiling and you're still having a good time. How are you keeping that mindset so good? And, and what are you doing in order to, you know, to keep pushing forward? Like you didn't hit the five year mark, you're in year six and, and you're still going after it. How are you doing that? 
Well, why would you stop? You put all that work into it. Why would you stop? You know what? I, I ask that question. We see agents <laughs> do business every single day, right? I mean, yeah. they leave, they jump around, they go to different companies. They, they, yep. they don't push through that fight. And, and, you know, for me, it's always curious to find out because I've heard a ton of different reasons. Some people are using their coaches. Some people are, you know, surrounding themselves yep. with people bigger than them. I got, people are, yeah, like, what do you yeah. do? I got a reason. And then honestly, it goes right back to my big why. And, and you know, intimately in, in the development of the business of the last three years, right? Like I didn't, I had a why, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite clear. Right. And at the end of the day, I, my big why now is to allow people to kind of step out from what they're doing and to really accomplish their dream goals and uh, build a life, a life worth living. Right. And that's, that's truly what I wanted to do. Just know being so unhappy in the paramedic world and seeing the negativity surrounded, but I'm not a negative guy whatsoever. I can't stand it. So at the end of the day, I know that if I keep pushing and I keep growing, the people in my organization, people that aren't even in my organization that, that are coming will be able to grow and accomplish their goals and accomplish goals that they don't even know that they actually have yet. Wow. Wow. That's huge. So, so what, would you, what would you say to an agent who's looking at coming in the business right now? Maybe they're in a similar situation that you were in, unhappy in a J-O-B, getting up every day and kind of hating their life and thinking, hey, maybe I should look at real estate. How would you advise that person? Do your research, for sure. Um, I would say, look at yourself first. You got to look at your, your, you got to look inside first before you go outside for anything. And, and I learned that and I, I did start it. This job will pull you out of doing that, right? You just get so busy. And I start like in EMS, I started doing the personal development. I was taking the courses, reading the books and boom, I get into real estate six months in, I'm not doing any of that shit anymore. Cause I'm out hustling and I'm out doing deals. And, and then you wake up a year and a half in, you're like, well, Christ, am I going to want to be this busy for the rest of my life and not see my family and not have a personal life, not ever play golf again, right? It just, you really have to look at yourself first and look at, at the end of the day, what you want to accomplish. Well, this yeah. industry. How, how many times did you golf this year? Maybe once, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still not doing it. <laughs> no, no, because at the end of the day, more important stuff comes up because I know my big why and I know where I want to go and take it right. Success will follow in, in no matter what I do at the end of the day. Right. I, I just signed on with a new coach too, where I'm, I'm working on myself. It's a more of a holistic approach and it's not about just number of units. It's about myself, the best leader that I can become the best human that I can become, but also in building myself and surrounding myself with those people as well. Right. So, so you're willing to make the sacrifices that it's going to oh, take yeah. to get you goal. Golf can wait. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going anywhere, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I love that. So, so you, you know, you're telling people to do their research. What, what should they look at? Like, what sort of things? And, and maybe this is where we touch on some of those roadblocks for you. Yeah. What sort of research should, should they be hitting? I think just truly, just knowing exactly what it takes to be successful in this role, right? And this, this, this role has such a not this role, I guess. This industry has such a stigma to it, right? Like it's. <laughs> And it's not, and we actually are one of the, <laughs> we're one of the, one of the best provinces for like the actual education process to get into it, right? You go down to the States, you can get a license in two weeks. So there's a lot of people that just get into it as part-time jobs and they just do a deal here and there, right? And they just, to help people closest to them. But are they doing the best possible service that they can do? Absolutely not, right? So it's, it's about your level of commitment that you want to put into it because at the end of the day, anyone can do it in that sense, 
but will you be the best possible person that you can be, right? It, like that's where I say in the research, like take a look at what it actually takes to do, get in and do it successfully. Um, look at what you want at the end of the day. What are your goals, right? If you just want to sell a, a house, uh, you know, or two a year, okay, great. You know, is that going to be fulfilling for you? Great. Okay. If it, if it works for you and it's what it aligns with what you want to be, cool, give it a go. Right. But like, you're still going to have those roadblocks coming in because it's the time, cons like the time consumption of, of what you have to do on a day in and day out basis. Right. So, so what is a, what is a, a, you're a high powered agent. You guys are doing a ton of business. What does a typical day in your life sort of look like? Um, I'm in the office before eight. <laughs> In the office before eight, typically every day. Obviously, kids um, throw a little bit of a wrench in there sometimes. But uh, then I'm scripting role playing. I script and role play. I have three sessions before nine thirty where I'm scripting role playing. So I have three different sessions every day. And to agents that are watching this, that is what you need to be doing. You need to script and role play that amount. Not necessarily that amount. I've got three. I got three different paths that I'm working on right now. Um, but that, and then, and then we do a team power up. So I'm, then we're doing a power up with the team. So we're talking what happened yesterday. What can we do today? Right. What are the goals? And after that, we launch into our lead gen. So we're lead genning from nine 30 to 12. We've got some follow-up time at the end of that. And we're following up with nurtures that we've had over the last, you know, six to 18 months. And then we go into typically it's, we have kind of a, like a 12 to one is a little bit of a flex. We may have some training. We may have a team meeting throughout the week. And then, um, and then we go into appointments. So we have two appointment time slots in the afternoon. Try to be home by four, four to six is my family time. It's now been blocked off and it's red in my calendar. If anyone books anything in it, they get oh, an earful. I'm sick of it. No, not doing it. And then I will not even show up <laughs> until six. Nice. So at from six to eight, I'm typically open for appointments and showings and um, anything else that kind of comes up. Offer negotiations, right? So you know, were you always that way? Did you, did you always have this schedule or were you sort of coming yeah. out of the gate, getting up at noon? Like, did you, did you fall into that? Oh, trip? no, no. I never got up at noon. Absolutely not. That would, you know, that just irks me. Man, I was raising a farm. I got up at 5.30 to milk cows before I went to school. So. <laughs> Why are you at the office so late then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fair fair um, enough. So, so you're structured is what I'm hearing. Like your, your yeah. dates kind of look the same. And then, and then I'm hearing some, some personal time in there that you've got the family sort of locked in from four to six. You're with your kids now, two kids under the age of four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're building a business. You're chasing that million yes. dollar mark. You've got a massive team yep. behind you. I, I'm hearing other things that you're looking at as well. And, and uh, you know, we're talking to recruits and you're doing a, you're doing a ton of stuff. How are you keeping it all together? Man, it's, it's literally, it's leveraging with the right people and having the right support behind you. Like Kendra obviously is the right support for my house and my family and my kids, right? Like she, she's never, I don't think once said anything to me about working nights and stuff. And that too, like, it's not just to reiterate, I'm not out from eight to or six to eight every bloody evening. I have three evenings a week where I am home from four till whenever, right? I may take some calls and shit, but I'm, I'm home, right? And I'm doing bedtime and stuff like that, right? So I have two nights a week where I'm actually out. So, but yeah, she's, the support there has been awesome because she, there's no question, right? She, she doesn't hassle me for not being home or anything along those lines. And she promotes me for, for what I'm doing. Do, a, a proper hire for the admin and proper hire for, for director of operations to manage your damn calendar and to make sure that that family time is read and it doesn't get booked in is key, man. Like even looking at other avenues, right? Like KWYP next year, 
that's going to be another add to it, right? Going to be taking over the president's role for for our for our chapter here. So that is going to be just it's an it's another you got a time lock and leverage and move forward. Yeah. So so you're you know by by time blocking and sort of getting really clear about what you're going to do with your activities every day. It sounds like you actually have more time for the things you want to do, which is be with your family um, and yep. chase those other big goals that you're chasing by being structured and and somehow. <laughs> You still went out with your team and you still did 32 million in volume in a pandemic, which. Yeah, that was actually in the last, that was in the last five months, actually, because, well, we, I, we looked at our, our CTE and we had, we had a $0 January for known reasons. And then we had a $20,000 February and a $10,000 March. We didn't start doing real production until August and on, we've been over 100K a month, pretty much in ours. Well, I mean, why, why are we hiding from it? I mean, you, you made a move, right? You, you left yep. you left our our brokerage, you left Keller Williams, and you went over to EXP. We know a lot of agents are doing that right now. And and they're a great company. They're built foundationally on a lot of things that we did. Oh, yeah. But it, but it changed, it sort of changed your business, if I'm not mistaken, from the path you were on to, to you know, a different path. And now you're, you seem to be back on that path. Talk to me about, you know, what that move did to you and, and why you'd never do it again. Honestly, man, and that's the thing, right? You, you grow as a person each year that you're learning and each year you're doing business and you, and you grow as an individual, right? As a team, whatever. I grew to a point where I hadn't actually experienced anything else outside of, of the system that we were in. Yes, okay, independent, that doesn't count. First two or three years in the business does not count for shit. Don't even take it that way, right? Like you grow to a point where you're doing well, you feel like you need to search for something else. Are you getting it where you're getting it? Likely not, right? And then we, we made the switch. There's lots of circumstances that drove us to making the switch. Um, but instantly, you know you did not make the right decision. You know that your days, your, your, the structure's gone. You have other aspects of, of expenses, business, and everything that are, that are impeding and taking from that time. I'm a firm believer in that 20%, and that's why I've leveraged to the point right now where that 20% is, is that's what I do, and, it's, and my time is protected. But when you put yourself into an ecosystem that has tons of other activities and potential, it takes you away from doing the things that actually matter within our business. And at the end of the day, why are we in business, right? Are we in business to get, you know, $10,000 a month passive? Heck no, absolutely not. I wasn't thinking that small per se when we got into this business, right? Like I'm looking at building a business that's going to improve people's lives at the end you of the day. Net a million dollars passively. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's, that's the goal for 2022 is net a million dollars while I'm seventh level in my real estate business. There you go. I love that, right? So, so I mean, you're over there, and, and I mean, real estate's real estate, right? I mean, you sell a house oh, the same yeah. way. That doesn't change no matter which company you're at. But it sounds like everything else in your world changed. Your business isn't as accountable. You're not as accountable. You're trying to figure stuff out, and, and you're sort of virtual and on your own. And it almost yeah. sounds like you were back in the independent model with the indie, just full circle. Well, that's 100% what it was. Absolutely, man. Well, if you could picture this, number one, I got a 650 square foot basement. So where does a team go when you leave an office that's provided for you? Yeah, you go to my basement, right? Four people, a new ISA in the basement of my house. And we're just loving it, loving it, having a great time. Um, finally find an office, sign a year commercial lease, 
right? Hey, there's an expense. What else don't you have? You have all the expenses of pretty much of the office that you, that were provided, right? Now, oh, you know, do we need it? No, but as a team, heck yeah, you need it. You need to provide that support. You need to provide that that environment to have that accountability and to have that that um, that structure. Because if it's not there, nothing will be what you want it to be. And and this and, and this is the thing, right? This is my opinion. Right. This right. is my opinion, and this is my opinion of the way I want I want my business to go. Right. So at the end of the day, that's where the disconnect definitely was on that for 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 that model for us. Right. And at the end of the day, we got that office and we look at the books and we see where we're going, which is very much downhill. And it's a little it's 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 hustle time. We put our nose down for four or five months. And at one point, we just, you know, it wasn't working out in regards for support systems, all that stuff. It was just very much confusing and very much not streamlined that not, not efficient enough to, to keep us moving forward. Well, it's not um, like that switch back. You got, you guys are, are a massive team. You're doing, you're doing big volume. And so mm -hmm. it, it's nothing against the company, right? It just, that model no. didn't fit no. what you were trying to do. Right. I mean, there's absolutely not great agents no. over there. We got tons of friends over there and, and yeah. you know, that's not an us against EXP thing. I mean, I love EXP and what they do. I think it's just important to know back to that sort of do your research phase of things, right. It depends on where you want to go and what you want it to look like. Make sure you're in a company that's going to support those dreams and those desires. You want a million dollars, which means you've got to have a massive organization. You've got to have a good support system behind you. You've got to have structure. You've got to put things in place that are going to support that vision. And it sounds like you've sort of figured out where that's going to be for you and what that needs to look like. Absolutely, man. And that's one thing that making that change actually did for me is it actually forced all of us to become more independent in our roles of actually what we were doing, right? Jody being uh, like the admin and director of operations, like she literally had to own that whole transaction process and, and really figure it out. Like she learned a lot and she's new into real estate. She's probably in her second year now with me. So she was brand new into real estate and she was still learning, but that forced her to learn way quicker. And the, the Jody that I know now from the Jody a year ago is a hundred percent different and she's killing, right? So like it forced everyone and same with Graham, like really we, we had a conversation, Graham, this is where we're going. If we continue this, this movement, let's get our shit in gear and let's start bringing in some business. Now COVID hit. That's when we made the move back and literally everything was closing four or five months out because no one knew what the hell was going to happen with this market, right? So that's why we had such a good August and, and September at the end of the day, right? It's that's six months of work to get there. Well, and even looking at the global pandemic, right? I mean, we're, we're seeing things more virtual now than ever before. And, and, and I'm hearing it, right? Agents are saying, listen, this, this is going to be a virtual world. We're, we're going home. We're going to work from home. We're going to do yeah. all these things. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of do that. I'm going to lead, lead Jen in my underwear. <laughs> right? And we just know that it's just not going to work. Right. I mean, the distractions at home, it, it's really easy to pop on, you know, Maury Povich and, and put your feet up, have a coffee, you know, miss the morning, watch breakfast, TV, television or whatever that is and not do your job. Right. And so so that's actually one of my fears as we continue down this this path of virtual reality is it's actually going to hurt agents more because they're not going to be as committed to the job. Now, are you 100%. Seeing any of that? Because you were you were in sort of that virtual world, probably a little bit different. And, and it's it's interesting because it was pre-pandemic and you were yeah. in a virtual world and, and seeing some struggles there. What do you think is going to happen with the industry if we stay there? Oh, 
do I, 100% our, our industry will and that like we have a bad rap already it will just get worse because the professionalism will go down the the knowledge base will go down um, just overall and you know what's the first thing that people can cut on it's commission right because they have no value so you will see the, the commission rates go down as well because people just can't add the value that's needed to actually support a business right. and I feel like that was a big thing for me too, is, is I love to surround myself with, with talented individuals. A virtual aspect for me was not my game. I like, I like to meet face to face. Let's, let's talk business. What's working for you, Andre. This is what I'm coming up against. And we've, we've had those conversations, right? Taking myself out of a, a like an ecosystem that has that and was open door to everyone, right? You talk to people in Hamilton, Burlington, whatever, right? Then you go into something that's virtual, but with all these high performers, but you, you never connect with them. Cause you're just, you're by yourself. Yeah. You lose that sort of connection piece and, and you're right. Right. I mean, I'm absolutely terrified of, of real estate becoming a virtual world, right? You've got companies mm -hmm. like Zillow, you got Amazon getting in the real estate game. You got Warren Buffett sponsoring companies and we keep hearing it, you know, Redfin is, you know, calm free or whatever they are now, purple bricks. We hear it over and over and over again. These guys want to basically make us door openers for them. Ir yeah. Irrelevant. Ir irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're going to be, we're going to be the Uber of real estate where if you're in the area, you get a notification, Hey, this door is going to be open. I'll pay you 200 bucks to do it. But guess who gets the money? The commission's not going to change for that. Right. It's still going to be just as much money. Right. And guess what? It's going to go to Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it's, it's not a system. Agents need to take a stand for what the heck we're actually doing and protect their industry because not having value to add and, and, and really bring their industry up is just doing everyone more harm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I mean, so, you know, we're, we're building strategies to help with this. What are you guys doing to sort of protect what you guys already have? Is there anything you're putting in place or is there anything you're focusing on to, to, to keep your clients as your clients so you don't get Netflix or Ubered out of the real estate industry? Absolutely, man. It's just, it's being strong and having a strong commitment and a strong connection with your database, right? And that's been a, it's a, it's a battle, man. It is. It's, it's a lot of hard work. A lot of people think, oh yeah, you have a database cool. It's, 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 it's going to spit out this. Well, no, it's not. What are you going to do to connect with it? What are you going to do to touch them on, on a regular basis? Right. So, and that, that really didn't hit me hard until like two years ago and where I finally started getting a full, like an admin in and getting stuff rolling. Right. Where having that firm, like I call it the 3640 touch. Right. So we have, you know, stuff going out to them on a, on a weekly basis and a monthly basis. And you're reaching out and calling them and just and doing events and stuff. Obviously COVID put a, put a wrinkle on the events, but next year, 36 touch is going to be that much better. Right. When I keep so saying you that, have to, you have to, right. And, and, and back yeah. here, you can probably see the red book. If you're watching it live, you can see the red book back there and it's probably more relevant today than it ever has been. Right. I mean, it's talking about how well, to talk to your database, what yeah. to send your database, how to keep in touch with them, et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's almost a lost art. And I think people are forgetting that if we don't, if we aren't the source of business or the, the source of information back to the people in our world, they're going to get it somewhere. The information's not hard to get, right? So they're either coming to you to get it or they're going to go out and they're going to basically Google it and it's going to pop on Zillow and then they're going to sign up for it. And Zillow's going to talk to them two to three times more than you're going to talk to them. And 10 times, more. 10 times more. And they're putting in metrics and they're tracking yep. our, our people's activities. And, and the big data world is here for real estate. And, and it's 100%. Right. I mean, Jerry, we can think back. I mean, it was what, 10 years ago that you still had your Blockbuster card? 
and you were still yeah. Friday night popping out for a movie. Yep. I still remember driving. Uh, I still remember driving down Hesler Road here in Cambridge, hitting the Blockbuster, and then oh my God, they're closing. What's going on? <laughs> it was only ten years ago. I know. And 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 you look at Netflix today, right? What's the subscription on Netflix? Fifteen dollars US a month or whatever it is right now. And and we yeah. were paying. Yeah, that. it did go up, didn't it? Yeah. It did go up. Yeah, but we were paying Easily. that per movie, yeah. if you remember correctly. Like it was like a Friday night, you know, hot new release cost you fifteen dollars, and now you get a whole month for $15 of unlimited content. And that's essentially what they want to do to us. They want to make us irrelevant. They want to take away all our data. They want to make us, you know, like you said, you're going to get a ping on your phone. Hey, you're in the area, go open this door for a couple hundred bucks. And they're basically going to take away what is one of the most professional industries out there and one of the largest transactions most people will ever make. And they want to risk that on anyone without a license to open doors so they can control the transaction. And if you're listening to this and you're not absolutely terrified, you, you should call me. We should have a conversation or reach out to Jerry because this is what's coming. And I, I feel like most agents just have no idea. It's even, oh, more, even on no. They don't. And it's not communicated enough. It's not even like you look at what Gary has predicted over the next five years. It's not communicated or people just don't take the time to actually look at it and what the potential outcomes could be. Absolutely. Right. It's, it will be terrible. It, it's not anyone that's in the business right now won't want to be in it no no well, why, why would you want to right you're going to take everything else away from me i don't even get to write my own offers anymore i'm, I'm literally a yep. concierge that opens a door mm. and and you look at new york city right and, and uber is is everywhere and you can't even get a medallion what, what are those things worth sometimes a million dollars for one of those new york taxi cab medallions oh yeah yeah and i can yep. i can hop into my car i can open my uber app it costs me nothing, and I can go start picking up your clients tomorrow. Yep. It's exactly. the same, same thing. And that's where it's staying in touch. You look at Amazon. If you, if you purchase on, something on Amazon, it will follow you. Or even if you put something in your cart and you, and you leave it, it will follow you. That's what we're dealing with. That's what we're up against. That level of communication is absolutely unreal, and they've nailed the systems down. That's where we have to go with it in order to compete. Now, are you doing anything like that? Are you retargeting? Are you, are you starting oh, yeah. to get into that side of stuff? What, is, yeah. what does that yeah. look like? Right? Like if I'm, I hit your website, you know, where am I going to see you after that? You'll see me on those, like pretty much those ad roll uh, stuff. So the ones that will pop up banners and stuff like that, you'll see me on that quite a bit. I actually just doubled down on that one. I found the retargeting would bring people back to the website on that. Also, too, is if you get on my website, you're pixeled right off the bat. And then it goes, if you, depending on what source you came from, right? If it's Google or Facebook, you'll have Facebook stuff start coming up as well, right? So, and that's, that's, that's all been learned, man. Like, that's a battle. And command has helped with some stuff. But even, even command retargeting is, is not what it needs to be, right? That's, I'm still doing that on ads manager on Facebook, right? So, moving into the recruiting aspect and, and, building, and building the business as well, like I'm looking at that as, as a, as a key avenue for, for getting value out there as well. And just raising the bar for agents that, uh, that will be consuming my content. Right? So, so it sounds like your hustle is up and you're basically fighting back is, is what I'm hearing. Like you're, you're going to yeah. do everything within your power to make sure that you don't get Netflix next. And you're doing that through your database, you're retargeting, you're learning more. I don't know how many real estate agents I talk to that can talk. Facebook ads and tech and what they're doing on the back end. And you're teaching yourself a lot of this stuff. And it sounds like you're leveraging what, what KW has to offer as well. Yeah. What's next? Like, I mean, if we're, if we're sitting down in one year, two years, five years, what have you accomplished and, and how did you get there? 
Well, um, I'd say at the end of 2021, the goal now is, is 150 transactions, right? So I'm working out my business plan for 150 listings and I'm going to actually backtrack all we need to do on a daily basis for 150 listings next year, right? And to help 150 families. Um, and then moving forward, I have a gap to fill. And this is where I'm transitioning my role into finding leaders to, to support the business that we have right now and, and casting a vision that's big enough to keep leaders and keep the talent within, within the organization. Um, and then that gap to fill is where that's, and that's my next step is, is the learning aspect of the recruiting and finding agents to, um, to really, to partner with and, and go from there. Right. It's, I shouldn't even say it's, it's recruiting. It should be on a search for, for business partners. Cause at the end of the day, that's what we're building. I'm not building a team anymore. It, it's a business, right? We have P and L's, we have KPIs, it's a business and you have to stop talking about it as a team. What does a team remind you of? Right. It's like kids playing soccer. Right. We're not we're not bloody kids playing soccer anymore. Right. If we want to do this and do this right and actually have an effect in the industry, we have to step up. So five years down the road, it, it's going to be not five years in two years. We'll be we'll be net a million. And then we're working on uh, two to three expansion locations. And at the end of the day, too, it's uh, it's a side side corporation for flips and investments, long term hold as well. I'm a firm believer because we don't have retirements here. We don't have, you know, pensions here in real estate. So. If I build that into the organization, that will, that's what's going to help people in the future and provide the benefits, provide the retirements for the people that, that take us there, right? I'm not, it's not a one-man show. It's not going to be, oh, you know, it is what it is. Everything, everything comes over to Jerry. Absolutely not. You don't, you don't succeed alone. You succeed through others. That's why it's, it's said that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, two, I heard two big things out of those. One of that was expansion. The other one is passive income and generational wealth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick those two apart here, but, but why expand? I mean, we've had a number of people jump on the show. Some are in expansion. Some say they'll never expand. You're, you're sounding like you're going to go to three locations in the next two years. What's the benefit of expanding for your organization? You have a proven model. You have the model and it's working let's grow and help other people do the exact same thing and just expand on the benefits and the, and the um, opportunities that you're providing. Right. Because there's, there's people, what's that? You're creating opportunities. Yeah. There's people out there that want to want to do the exact same thing that I'm doing, but they're just running into the roadblocks. And it's funny because you, I'm getting goosebumps, you know, I'm getting on something good right now. <laughs> Andre, we've, we've had Two and a half years ago, we sat down and we had this exact conversation, except for I was on the other side of it. And at the end of the day, when you have the proper systems and you, and you know, you owe it to the other people and you owe it to those agents to go find them and to put them in your organization and to build them to be the agent and the person that they want to be. They just may not know it yet because they're hitting the roadblocks that they're hitting and they, they don't know what they don't know. Right at the end of the day, if that makes sense. Hundred percent. And I remember that. I think we were sitting at Borealis. It was like a Friday afternoon, yeah. and I was like, "Jerry, I'm going to expand." And you were like, "No, you're not. You're not doing that. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. It sounds you're like you're ready yet. You're not ready yet. It sounds like it's just going to be work on top of work on top of work." And I was like, "Dude, stay tuned. We're going to do it." And then, and we launched our first expansion within, I think, a year of saying that. And then we kind of popped, popped out and, and had our first location open and now we're in three. So I get it, but you know, I hear a lot of people push back on that. Right. And, and I think it's just, you, you kind of got to look at where you want to go, who you want to help. And are you, are you in this for opportunity or are you in this for yourself? And I think exactly. you've sort of evolved through that. And that's been kind of cool to watch is, 
like you said, two and a half years ago, you were like, there's no way. And then today you're like, no, I want to help somebody else achieve what I've achieved. Yeah. I'm going to do that through my systems models. That, that's absolutely cool. So when well, you, you have to enlighten yourself out of that, right? You, you, you almost, you build as a person as you learn, and then you have to make that transition out from being from yourself. Cause that was, that was the original ceiling that I was hitting okay. right before, like you, you'll bring anyone onto the team, but you're, you're bringing them on for the wrong reasons. So you're not doing the proper qualifications. You're not finding the right people, the right fits until you do that. And you have the, the emotional and the psychological shift of caring for those people and making it work for them to make sure that they hit their goals. That's when it clicks and it works. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And so now I'm hearing generational wealth. So it sounds like yep. you're investing, you're doing properties. What, what's your strategy? What are you guys doing? So we started last year, late last year, started to do a couple flips. And the flips are leading into multi-unit long-term holds, right? So we haven't actually purchased a multi-unit hold at this point yet. We're still on the second uh, duplex conversion right now. That is going to, it, at the end of the day, we just, the, the goal of this is to create wealth that is going to be multi-generational, but also just support the people that are bringing us to where we need to go today. Because at the end of the day, what do we get, right? When, when we're all said and done, if I'm 65 and we got this great big organization and we've got 200 people in it to, to, that, that want to retire, what, what happens, right? Like I want to support them past the point of being within the business. Because if you don't, they will leave for something else that will support them at the end of the day, right? And, and I care about that aspect and I want them to be comfortable for what they've done for their, for their life. Well, it, you know, it got said to me, um, Craig Zuber said it to me, we're going to have Craig on the show in a few weeks as well. Craig said it to me where he said, you know, Andre, if you don't care about somebody else's wealth path, they will yep. simply yep. put, like they'll just check out on you to become about their lives and, and they won't care. So if you're bringing people into your world, why not have a path to wealth for them as well? Because if you create wealth for others, and, and I think it's Warren Buffett that says it, says it perfectly, right? The more millionaires he creates, the more millions he makes as well. Yep. So why not make that part of that? So that's cool. So you're doing duplex conversions. The, the game is to, to get into multi-unit long-term holes. What size? Like, are you thinking big apartment buildings? Or you yes. Sort of yep. No, honestly, man, I, I want to build it out Riot style and, and actually start and look for money to invest with on it to just grow it. And honestly, the person that I'm missing is, is the right person to, to coach and to lead it on that aspect, right? So, you're, you're, so. That's, that's a leverage conversation again, where you're yep. looking for the who and you're not trying to do it all yourself. You're creating the opportunities no. so somebody else can eat it. I, I can't do it myself, man. Like we started it myself, right? I've learned, I've, I've learned a few of the flips and I've learned the processes and all that stuff and we've done it but I look at the, the activity of what I'm doing and where I want to go by the end of 2021, I cannot feasibly and physically do it myself. So we, we and that's where it's, it's, it's a talent conversation, right? And that's just one piece of the puzzle that's going to be filled by the right person at the right time when it happens. And, and it will be a, a leverage and an accountability and a, a massive personal growth and development for, for each party. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I love the story, Jerry. I mean, I, I get the, the privilege of being in your world and kind of sharing a lot of this stuff with you on a week to week basis, but this has got to be some of the most, in, most information that we've had on the show kind of giving yeah. back. Yeah. If you're listening and someone wants to connect with you, where do they go to find you, Jerry? Yeah, feel free to, uh, you guys shoot me an email, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Um, we got Van Loon Advisors uh, Facebook page or myself, just Jerry Van Loon on Instagram or Facebook. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So we're, we're going to make sure that, you know, this time next year, 2021, we're going to be closing in on the tail end of next year, guys. We're going to bring Jerry back next year to make sure that, A, he's on his path. Like, he can't come back to the show unless he's yeah. hit his numbers. We're going to set that now. But if you're, if you're looking to connect with Jerry, get on Instagram, get on social media, reach out. He's looking for people that want to share in this massive vision with him as well. And again, Andre Chen, Real Estate Hustle Podcast. You can find me on Instagram as well. Jerry, anything else they need to know before we hop off today? No, absolutely, man. Uh, you know what? It's, it's great being on with you and I uh, really appreciate it. I love diving into it and I just, just wish everyone the best. I hope everyone go out and crush it. That's awesome. You heard it, guys. Get your hustle on. Get out there. There is no secret pill. I mean, we talk about this every single week. There's no magic formula. You didn't just come in, get a BMW handed to you, and drive around, and your phone just starts ringing. You start knocking out deals. You got to put the work in. You got to show up. And it sounds like who you hang with matters. So look around that circle. Look at who you've got. And if they're not going where you want to go, you might need some new people around you. So thank you, Jerry, again, for yeah. being with us. And what a great episode. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks, buddy.